What do you know about the multiverse? I'm sorry, Stephen. I hope you understand. The greatest threat to our universe. Is you. Things just got out of hand. Hello and welcome back to this fan critical podcast, which is being brought to you from Earth 543 with myself Len and Miniman Gaz. Hmm. Hello, Gaz. Hello. Um 543, is that I can't remember. Is that is that our Earth, is it? Nah. Oh. Yeah, it's what, I, it's what I'm. I've, I'm cataloging all of the uh, dimensions, and that is what I have cataloged our Earth as. Mm. Do you think there is a reality or a dimension where I'm taller where than you? You are tall. Yes, that's exactly right, Gareth. So, have you read my script? So predictable. Do you reckon mm. there's a reality where you have any form of banter that doesn't involve me mm. being average height? Because yeah. I am. I'm just below average, so that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's because of China and that. But uh, do, thank you. Here's a <laughs> here's the next one. Do you think there's a dimension uh, out there where John is an optimist or the hype man, and I am the negative one? Well, I think that's ludicrous. I mean, the 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 me yeah, being that's... tall thing. Yes. Um, yeah. I reckon, like, if there was a universe where John was positive, like reality would collapse in on itself. It couldn't. Yeah, that's yes, unstable. That, it's unstable. It's not. It's not lasting. It's, it's what they call in the business, I believe, a paradox. Correct, Gareth. It's just one of those things that we can't fathom, yeah. and therefore the universe would destabilize, um, and not even the book of Ashanti would save it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're here, uh, myself and Gareth, to continue what I kind of think is a a never ending. Um, you know, bout of Marvel coverage. It'd be mad if we were just doing like Stranger Things or something, wouldn't it? After all that, <laughs> would be a bit mad. Um, that has different dimensions in it as well, True. so works does work. Um, and that's coming out later this month. So finally, something else other than Marvel. Uh, pluggy. Um, we're here to discuss the latest instalment in the MCU, which is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, directed by. The very talented Sam Raimi. Now, Gareth, I would say that the most popular phrase on this podcast in recent times is us saying, especially you yep. and John to an extent, how fatigued you are with Marvel. Marvel you know, fatigue. You keep going, oh, je, je suis fatigué. And I'm like, chill out, mate. You know, there's some good stuff, good stuff coming up soon. Yeah, yeah like... Spider-Man, which we enjoyed, hmm. and now Multiverse of Madness. Yep. So my question to you, Miniman. What is this? What is this nickname? I don't understand. Don't know. Don't know. I just came up with it today. Are you <laughs> still fatigued, good. my little companion? Yeah. Um, are you still fatigued or are you energised uh, for more MCU adventures? So encapsulated in this answer, please, mm. I would like, and this is tradition now, Spoiler free thoughts until after the old advert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and blue bit. Give it those sweet, delicious blueberries. Juicy bloobs. Mm. Yes. Important that you put the L in there. Otherwise, it, you know, it just, it's crazy. <laughs> Cancelled immediately. Well, I think implicit within your question are two separate questions, mm. young Alex. And, um, and they have different answers. I'm going to be honest. So... Am I still fatigued with Marvel or am I energized by Marvel? Um, n no, I'm, I'm not looking forward to more Marvel. I'm really not. Um, I am so bored of th those opening titles um, and that music. I've, I'm sick of it. I've had I, enough I like and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not rushing out to see the next one. That said, did I like Spider-Man? Yes, it was a very good film. 
Um, not as good as you thought, but it was a very good film. I gave mm. it four blueberries. Did I enjoy Doctor Strange? Yes, I did very much. Um, I thought it was a very oh. good film. Um, and, you know, I think, I don't think these are kind of mutually uh, dependent kind of questions. Like, I can enjoy these films in isolation and not be excited about the yeah. prospect of another one. And, um, you know, yesterday when we went to see it, I actually, I did kind of go, uh, go there in a good frame of mind. I was looking forward to it. It was a Monday evening, mm. um, little cinema yeah. trip with you. Uh, I yeah. deliberately hadn't had any dessert and went for an extra long run. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to treat myself at this cinema. Um, yeah. I did. Got a little ice cream, didn't I? Um, yeah. Yeah, not my, not, not my bag. You know, I've never understood this ice cream at the cinema nonsense. Yeah. But I did see that you, for once, yeah. got your little mitts into my sweets, <laughs> which is everyone who listens to this podcast knows. Uh, I get myself a large drink, mm. but then I also uh, get a you know salty popcorn, and then I tip a whole bag of M and M's in there, mix it all up, and get that salty chocolatey goodness. Gareth couldn't keep his little mini man mitts away. Okay. They're, they're rustling around in there trying to find the M&Ms. <laughs> I really was. Yeah. I, I ate so many of them yeah, like in about two minutes. Yeah. And then delicious. I was like, I better stop for a minute. And you know when you sort of pause for a second from eating for ages and then you're like, you oh, sick. it's just caught up with me. Um, so yeah, that was a mistake. I also, when I got home, realised I d- dropped a bit of chocolate from my ice cream on my T-shirt. Yeah. Um, so disastrous Disaster. on the on the snack front but um i was looking forward to it as a just you know a popcorn cinema trip and that's what i got um and it's a good film it has some elements that i loved i thought it had obviously this is all spoiler free but i thought it had um yeah some elements that kind of felt like a bit of a throwback um felt a little bit like a 90s movie at times, which I quite liked, there were there were a few kind of Lovecraftian moments, which I'm a big fan of. Um, mm. Love the the art, not the artist. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, some of the multiverse stuff was cool. I, I don't think they went crazy enough with it, or as crazy as they could have gone. Um, mm. But you know, oh, we'll get onto that. Yeah, um, and. There were just one or two things, like one one major kind of plot point or development that I just thought was a little underdeveloped, um, and that that kind of that was a bit of an issue for me. But look, overall, did I enjoy myself at the cinema yesterday watching this film? Very much so, yeah. and it gets four blueberries again. Um, there you go. Um, four lovely blueberries but am I excited by the next instalment no uh, Thor Love and Thunder thought you'd be up for that one Guardians Thor yeah, Cork yeah, yeah, Taika yeah. Waititi I mean, directing I think it. you are pretty excited for that one yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah take, take your comments back retract them right now I've got another question before I get into my thoughts Gareth because it dawned on me watching this film more so than any Marvel film to this point um because obviously Marvel has decided to make TV shows now and they've got a fucking load of them. Um, you know, WandaVision, What If, Moon Knight's just come out, it had uh, you know, Falcon and a Winter Soldier, fucking Hawkeye, like and these TV shows now are like fucking homework. Like yeah. if you haven't seen WandaVision, yeah. this film loses all emotional impact for me. Like, you have to have seen that show to understand, essentially, a huge motivator in this film. Mm. And I think that's a problem. Agreed. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the TV shows are fine. Um, Loki is the, the, the good one, the real good one, right? And I think that even is sort of required viewing for some of this to understand some of the multiversal shit um but yeah i just dawned on me when i was watching it. i was like wow if you haven't seen wandavision you're fucked yeah. 
Like you're just not gonna get you're just not gonna get something out of this film. Anyway, and, and I digress. I mean, it's you know how much law are they building on? I mean, I know obviously there's original source material law, but yeah, but even tons. even just the 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 films of the last kind of how long? I don't mm. know, twenty years, fifteen years. There is yeah. so much, and if you miss one of them, it costs costs you massively. Yeah, I think that's what happened to me, it and, does. and it and it that's why I lost the energy because mm. I, I missed a couple of beats once and then and then i'm lost but yeah 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 anyway well you know here's, here's the thing gareth I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna come to i'm gonna come to my my thoughts on the movie now spoiler free of course and you know i have to say i did a very good job of remaining spoiler free for this film before i went to see it right so because there's a lot of you know a lot of stuff floating around out there some of these people trying to ruin films for people <laughs> Um, but the one thing I did catch was a lot of people's reviews. Yeah. So they, they, they crept through the little holes in my Twitter feed and Mm. my sort of personal viewing. And, uh, I was a bit worried. I'm not going to lie to you because a lot of these reviews were like a bit meh and a bit saying, yeah, it's all right. Um, nothing special. So I went in thinking it's just going to be another another sort of formulaic Marvel movie, um, which would be a huge shame because I think Sam Raimi is a fantastic director. Yeah. Um, and I was hoping that we're going to get some serious horror, you know, moments in this film because I think Doctor Strange more so than any of the uh, other characters really does lend itself to some scary shit, like mind bending. Like that Lovecraftian thing you mentioned, Gareth, where you can't quite get your head around stuff. Yeah. Like that sort of crazy, insane, inducing, um, you know, cosmic element that we don't necessarily get from a lot of the other MCU participants. Mm. So I was bloody pleasantly surprised that this movie actually felt um, like a perfect comic book movie because... It felt like this was like an extended run of issues, like maybe like five issue series of comics that had been translated to the big screen and they had like this guest author and illustrator come in and do this like little series. And it kind of felt like like that to me anyway. It felt like it was its own self-contained story, which obviously is going to lean into something bigger. But And I felt like it did have those moments. Like I was watching this film like with Sam Raimi in my mind going like Evil Dead, love it. Um, you know, that campy horror style, it does drag me to hell. Those other films. And there's so many of those moments in this film that anyone who reviews this film and says, oh, it's just another Marvel movie. I'm like, well, I don't think it is. No, I, think, I think there's a lot in different. here. It is different. That is different. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the the main beats in terms of, you know, we'll talk about in the spoiler section, villains and whatnot and stuff. I mean, there's some interesting stuff there as well. But I get that it's formulaic in that sense. But in the other sense, some of the some of the stuff you see in this film, and I'm just going to say this right now in the spoiler-free section, there's actual gore in this movie. You know, there is, there is some of the most brutal deaths you're going to see in a Marvel film. Bear in mind, this has got to appeal to kids. There are a couple of kids there's in, a discussion. in the screening yeah. that we're in, and I felt yeah, terrible there's a, for there's them. A genuine, yeah, there's a genuine discussion going on at the moment about whether this should have been rated more strictly for the younger audience. I think because it should have. I, I really think it there, should have. There's, there's, I, I read some people's reviews going, it's not scary, it's not scary. Look, and I love horror movies, and I'm not saying it is scary, but I'm saying there's stuff in there that if you're a kid that's like 10 years old, there is some there's some stuff in there that's pretty scary. If you're um, a kid who's like 33 years old, there's some stuff that's scary. Uh, yeah, damn straight. Um, and I, I'll, I'll say I love that shit. I'm, I was all in for that. I was loving those moments. I think you're completely right. Multiverse of Madness. I mean, I'm thinking I need to see at least five or six universes, Gareth. Yeah. Um, we probably get like, three at best in this i mean um two and a half probably yeah yeah so i'm saying like you know they didn't really lean into enough of the multiverse for my you know for my liking all the madness look all the madness um, Maybe, no, no, a there is a lot of madness, madness yeah, in there yeah, yeah i'd say i'd say there's some 
I mean, I bloody loved it, really. I'm not going to give it five. I'm going to give it four because I do think that there's some some flaws in there. I, I do think that not showing more of the multiverse was a missed opportunity big time. Mm-hmm. But where they take certain characters, I thought was really interesting. And I also think that Benedict Cumberbatch gave his best performance as Doctor Strange. I thought he feels really comfortable in that role. I think Elizabeth Olsen is amazing. I thought she did a fantastic job. Um, and for me, like it, it, it was better than these mere reviews that I've been hearing. So I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I was going to go in there and just give this a flat three. I'm coming out very positive, giving it a four. It's not near a five, but it's it's a really fun film. I mean, mm. I would definitely watch it again. I'm not saying I'd watch it as much as I'd watch Spider-Man because I think that the latest Spider-Man, I think, really has that feel-good factor about it. I think this is darker, more sinister. I think there's a lot of really interesting themes at, at play here, but it's not one you'd you know rush home and see. But I would definitely watch it, watch it again. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd give it a four. And pleasantly surprised. So anyone sitting on the fence thinking, yeah, the reviews don't look that great. I would, you know, and especially if you'd like some horror stuff, right, Gareth? I, I would definitely say go go in with an open mind and try and just uh, appreciate some of the different things that Sam Raimi is bringing to the MCU here. Because I do think he's he's brought something that we haven't necessarily seen before. It's, um yeah, it's like, it's hor- it's seasoned with horror. Don't it's not yes it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's still a comic right. book film but um but yeah, yeah definitely he's got the horror shaker out and he's just you know sprinkling loads of horror over it yeah in uh, certain moments exactly right yeah good point all right well that's our spoiler free thoughts um we're gonna have a little advert now and after that we're gonna get into some spoiler filled thoughts so if you don't want to be spoiled tune off now go watch it come back listen to the rest after you've seen it cumberbatch after you've seen the rest seen the film so yeah good that that's good that the multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little okay gareth little advert little plug here um just to let you know what's coming up on fan critical Hmm. um we you know out of nowhere Stranger Things is back, Gareth. Yep. Season four. Yep. Uh, we used to do... I mean, that's not out of nowhere, a... It's been very well marketed. Yeah, but it, they usually come out like in July or August. Uh, so it's a bit earlier than usual, even though there has been like a year and a half, two year wait. Um, when We used to do like a, a, you know, three episodes covering Stranger Things. We're just going to do one this year. Because Netflix is just a flash in the pan, baby. Mm. So we've got to get that content out there as quickly as we can. So we bring in a review of that. We've also got a review of Obi-Wan coming out soon, which I am literally buzzing for. I can't tell you how excited I am. Like May 25th or whatever cannot come soon enough, my friends. Um, buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. So we've got a review of that. Uh, we've got more 60 Minutes on the way. We've got loads of stuff going on bloody here, haven't we, Gareth? Oh, so are these. More of these, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, do you know? Do you know who listeners might not have heard from for a while as well? Is Lucy yeah. and Emma, but yeah. they'll be back soon. Yeah, they'll be back sometime soon. Uh, me and Gareth, you know, helming the ship, holding the as fort it were at the moment, mm, defending. Damn straight. Uh, and it, it, if you want to help us, uh, you know, hold the fort, sail the ship, whatever metaphor you want to use, you can go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical. And you can um, sponsor us basically with some lovely monies, and that goes towards a lot of costs that we have, a lot of overheads, Gareth. Yes. Equipment, yeah. hosting costs, lighting, bills. Um, yeah, beautiful. Exactly right. Electricity, yeah. This heating. burns the electricity. Heating. It's getting, that. it's getting cold here in Australia. Bloody um, freezing. Overnight of like if you six. Picture little Gareth, mini man Gaz. Sat there, no clothes on, shivering, I've naked s- in the corner. Yeah, in winter. I've got some clothes. Remember last week, last week, listeners, he passed out in his own feces. Well, again, had an ambulance feces over. Wasn't involved. Now, but... think about that poor, like Dobby from Harry Potter, oh. naked in his own feces in the corner. He needs money. Again, yeah, patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that. Patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Help little Gareth. 
Thank you very much. Uh, let's move on to spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Got my own clothes. But I never meant for any of this to happen. Here we go. Now, we're not going to go through it beat by beat because there's a lot to discuss, isn't there, G-Man? A lot yep. to discuss. Sure. Um, let's start at the end. No, no let's not. <laughs> uh, it's not memento, is it? We did do that once, we remember? We did, yeah. Caught John off. God, that did. And he, he got really upset. Did Remember? You did what he, to John? He, he hated it. <laughs> Enough about that. Um so, okay, here's, here's the premise, right? I'm just going to sell you on the premise, mm-hmm. lovely listener, and you've probably seen the film, so you don't need selling on it, but we're going to go through it. <laughs> uh, there is one being in the multiverse, uh, America Chavez, who has the ability to travel the multiverse at will, and she is on the run from none other than Scarlet Witch, who wants to steal her power and control the multiverse so she can be with her kids, as featured in said WandaVision. America seeks out Doctor Strange in multiple universes and America, the needs ca- his help. The to... character, not the country. Yeah, correct. Correct, Gareth. Okay, so, okay, first things first, Scarlet Witch in this film is an evil, evil character. Yeah. Um, shocked. I'm glad I avoided this spoiler because the way this was pitched was strange and wonder you know, the the occult and the sort of uh, mystic arts teaming up to go through the multiverse and you yeah. know, save the day. I thought they were on Turns the same side. That it was, yeah, yeah, me too. Turns out that Wanda's gone absolutely men- like crazy because of the Darkhold book. Um, and she's just full evil. And it completely shocked me because at the end of WandaVision, she kind of had that sort of... Uh, she had a moment, but she sort of redeemed herself by restoring everything to normal and you know, erasing her kids, essentially, that were fake, that she had just envisioned. Um, oh, vision. Oh. Um, couple questions here, Gareth. One, Wanda, were you sad to see her go evil? I mean, it was obvious they're going to build her up to be this all-powerful... Kind of reminds me of Buffy season six, when Willow turns evil and she's like the evil witch and she's the big bad in that season um it was literally straight out of the buffy book gareth um what do you think about it you know i've never watched buffy i know and that is a shame because i'll tell you something it's a fucking great show i can watch it it's on um streaming service in australia called stan Mm. um so i could watch it all if i wanted um yeah I, i i think so this was probably one of my bigger issues with the film was just like how quickly that turn happened um yeah and well if you haven't seen fucking wandavision i'll tell you yeah. something right now You'd be that like, doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah but i have seen <laughs> wandavision and even even with that yeah. uh prior yeah. knowledge it, it still felt too quick because yeah well i, I think the problem is that like doctor strange kind of acknowledges what happened in in wandavision and yeah. kind of acknowledges that she redeemed herself or like put, at least put everything right. And so it's like, okay, we can draw yeah. a line under that. And then it's like... Yeah, lovely. Yeah, but actually I'm, I'm still evil. It reminds me of how quickly Game of Thrones went to shit in the final season with a certain uh, Mother of Dragons. Um, just <laughs> fucking Keep out of nowhere. Keep it vague, yeah, perfect. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's secret. Yeah, no one will figure that out. It's the no. Enigma code. Um, speaking of Vision and WandaVision, where the fuck is White Vision in this film? Um, where the fuck is he? Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, there's no, there's no answer to this, is there? And also, I'm just trying to think. Did did she say anything? Did she say like, what? oh yeah, he's just gone on a nah. trip to France nah. or something? Like nothing. Nah. So. White Vision is like, you know, he's gone off to do some processing because he's more robotic than emotion because he's not really Vision, but he is mm. Vision. You know, it's confusing. Also, why 
when she, her big goal is to you know she she knows that in other universes her kids are actually alive and she, that is her main motivator is that she wants to see her children and live with her children so if she gets the power of the multiverse for america chavez she can control that she can cure them if they ever get sick by going to another universe and getting a cure or she can move to another universe where they're alive again or or whatnot so it's quite twisted in a way it's this ultimate feeling of control that she needs um but why does she not want to go to a universe where there's vision there as well i was just watching it like the whole time going so you don't give a fuck about vision like the love of your life that you murdered by ripping his life force from his head um and you've mentioned it in the film and how it's a big motivator for you. Why don't you want to find a universe where there's you, Vision and the kids? So I think it's safe to say the whole wonder motivation stuff is is a mm. bit is a bit of a I don't know. It's a bit of a dropped ball, isn't it? I think so. It's too it's too soon. And as I said, if you haven't seen that TV stuff, I really feel like you're just not getting this. Like you'd be watching a film going when the fuck did Wanda have kids? And then you'd be like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'd be like, have I missed a film? Oh, you've missed a seven episode season, bro. Um, anyway, I thought she, you know, considering the uh, the fact that, you know, the plot flipped with her, I thought she was fantastic in this movie. Um, I'm a big fan for lots of reasons. Yeah. She was menacing. She... Do you know? Do you know what I really, really noticed this time? Actually, is the sort of like really subtle sort of, or maybe maybe not subtle, but the kind of occasional dipping into the like Soviet accent, like yeah, just just that little bit of like a Russian inflection occasionally with uh, with certain words, which which is really good. Like that's 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 what it would be like for somebody who kind of. Didn't a lot of their growing up in America, but Sokovia still Sokovia, has that. Yeah. That's yeah, but you know, still has that um, that that Eastern Bloc accent um, hidden deep down. It was very good. Um, no, you know, I, I thought she was menacing, terrifying. Uh, you know, she really was a villain. Um, probably one of the best villains that the MCU has had. Mm. Um, because you care about her you know it's it's one of these characters i'd say she's up there you know as as one of the most fan favorite characters um and to see her turn like this you you, you know you, you don't want her to you know you want her to <laughs> you don't want her to succeed but you don't want her to die you know you don't want her to to do this so in terms of like because we're invested you know we've seen her in seven films and a, and a tv show at this point so we're fully invested in this character so in terms of that working as a villain i thought i thought that was that was good um mm. anyway uh the dark hold book obviously has corrupted her gareth that is that is what has happened and yeah, it's made her fingers all black in it as mate she's uh she's in a bad mood anyway <laughs> so we we follow we <laughs> We follow Strange and Chavez as they go through the multiverse to find the uh, mythical Book of Ashanti. Um, not the R&B artist, Gareth. Just, no. Uh, no. I'm not sure she wrote any books. Might have, might have done. Don't discount her, Gareth. Um, anyway, this book's meant to be able to defeat Wanda because it gives the Sorcerer Supreme the power that they need to defeat anything. Um, and they go through the multiverse and they get to a dimension that has some real quirks, Gareth. It has some <laughs> fucking... This, this, listen to this. You, so, right, listen to this. This is mental, right? They, in this universe, red means go and green means stop. That That's is fucking mental. mental. I couldn't... Um, I couldn't believe it. I'll tell you that's what else, just mate. My mind. I'll tell you what else. You reckon that's bad? Next level. Pizza comes in balls. Fuck off. Are you serious? No. Deadly. Okay, right. That's it. I've lost it now. This is... They've really gone all out here. They've gone all out with this... Uh, <laughs> this the multiverse um, of madness. <laughs> this is mental. No, I'll tell you who is mental. Uh, Pizza Popper. He's fucking He's a shit, fucking nutjob. 
So anyway, there's this character. I'm sure you've seen it, listeners, but um, Gareth and me were like, I think we were just a bit bewildered by the dialogue. Um, And we'll get on to end credits later. But um, it was fucking Bruce Campbell, Gaz. It's fucking Bruce Campbell. Uh, I mean, we did say that it's got to be somebody. Yeah, so we were a bit dazed because the dialogue is so bad. Like, Chavez goes, pizza balls, most food in universes is free. I don't know why you have to pay for it. (laughs) And then Pizza Popper comes up and goes, hey, I'm Pizza Papa. Pay me for those pizza balls. And she's like, oh, maybe it's not free. And he goes, I know what you are. You're a taker. I'm Here, have some mustard. I'm going to spray mustard in your face. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're a <laughs> taker. You're a t- what, <laughs> your body is that? You're a taker. It's like a stealer, but in this universe, they call it a taker, Gareth. It's, it's, well, it's quirky. Do we call them a stealer? Don't we call them thieves? Like, you're a thief. Hey, you're a stealer. <laughs> and then why is he putting why is he going to put mustard in his face I don't understand oh, so fucking bad man Ugh. at the time I was like that must be someone but I didn't have time to really think about it but it's so, Bruce Campbell hold on. Gareth. he must be in Sam Raimi movies uh, what like what do you that mean must, Evil Dead that's, yeah, that's, so that's, that's his connection yeah of course yeah he's but, a, he's a, he literally has a cameo in pretty much every Sam Raimi movie we should have been looking out for him anyway Pizza uh, Popper obviously the star of this dimension we learn that strange saved earth defeating thanos but then he died however it's later revealed to strange by the illuminati that strange became corrupted by the dark hold inadvertently destroyed a reality and was then executed for doing so uh, also it seems that strange in pretty much every universe gets corrupted and does something fucked up which is kind of a horrible thing to know that you're always doomed to be a fuck well you say in pretty much every universe like in the two other universes that we see. Yep, big time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not that. enough of a sample size, is it? No. All right, Gareth. This is this is the fucking meat and potatoes here that you know, you know when you got loads of like nerds and geeks, I'm putting myself in that category as well. And they're all like dripping with sweat in the cinema because they're just so excited. Yeah. And you get something like the Illuminati turning up and then the sweat starts dripping even more. And, you know, they start pushing their glasses up to their face. Yeah, you, you were face. fully like snorting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Because right. they steamed oh up as well, didn't they? You had to take them off and wipe them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Illuminati turn up and on my palms are getting lovely and, you know, rubbing it together going, oh, the Illuminati, lovely. Yeah. And here's the lineup. Mordo, yeah, yeah, from the original Doctor Strange. Captain Carter. Reed Richards, played by John Krasinski, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. Cap- Captain Marvel, which is um, Rambo instead of, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Brie Larson. Anyway. And uh, the leader of the Inhumans, Black Bolt. And, of course, and finally, some might say, an X-Men member in the MCU, Charles Xavier, playing yeah. Professor X again. And he's always fantastic. I fucking love Patrick Stewart. And just just seeing him reprise the role of Professor X, you know, bloody loved it. He looked old, though, didn't he? He did he look old. old. Yeah, yeah, he's meant to be old. I know, I know. But he's Leave him sort alone. Of- he struggled a bit. There's a scene where he's walking and it's like, ah, mm. he's struggling to do that, isn't he? Um, oh, bless him. Leave him alone, mate. Come on. No, I love him. I love him. It's just, I just like... Fucking, don't you stop having a go at him, all right? I'll fucking go mental, all right? So you calm down. I'll go multiverse of madness. I'm right? just worried about him, that's all. Okay, um, all right. Well, tell him that. Write him a letter. I might. Do it now. I might. I already <laughs> have. Um, anyway. Yeah, I do... I liked them. I did. Um, I thought this is a little bit. Um, it's a little bit bleak, isn't it? If this is your universe's answer mm. to the Avengers, <laughs> like there, it's quite basic. Well, um, so, so a little Illuminati knowledge for you, Gareth, because I know yeah. you're not into your fucking, you know, comic well, books. Yeah, yeah. Um, they exist in our Earth. As well, you know, the Avengers, you know, the Illuminati does get set up. It has several different iterations. They do preside over defending the Earth in a more secretive manner. 
which lends itself into where I think the MCU is building towards, which is something called the Secret Wars. Um, and they predominantly deal with basically stopping... In the film, remember they said about incursions, which is where realities start crossing over and then they get destroyed. One dimension basically destroys the other. Um, that essentially is what their job is, to stop those incursions. Um, it's very specific, because, isn't it? Well, you know how Thanos wiped out like half of the universe? These things wipe out the entire universe. So it's double the jeopardy, Gareth. So there needs to be a bit more thought, okay? Yeah? Well, so... That's, that's what fine, they do. but but why why is like one of the guys that's going to stop universes colliding? Yeah. Why is he just yeah. a stretchy man? <laughs> Reed Richards, yeah. yeah. Well, Reed Richards isn't just a stretchy man. He has that uh, sort of that Iron Man no, quality to him. Where yeah, he's, he's a got genius. he's got that leadership authority. He's got the brains. Yeah, yeah he's got the brains, yeah, yeah. No, and he's John probably. Krasinski. Yeah, sure. He's he's awesome. So that was interesting. All right, why is it? Why is a fork guy going to do this? I don't like <laughs> Black Bolt. Yeah. Well, Gareth, Black Bolt can destroy you with one whisper out of his mouth. Yeah. His power so... is cool. I'm not going to lie. That is a fucking cool <laughs> yeah. power. Like it's fucking when, destructive. Yeah. When you see it in action, it's like whoa, that's nuts. It's pretty cool. But um, how's yeah. it stopping a universe from colliding with my universe? Good point. That. Good point, that Gareth. Nah, it's the same with any sort of Avengers shit. It's like some of the heroes, like I feel for like Captain America, you know, because it's like, and even Captain Carter in this film, it's like they've got super strength, but then you put him up against like Thanos, it's like game over, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't matter if do? you got me old near or not, you're fucked. No. Um, An so, arm wrestle ain't winning this one. What I did like about this version of the Illuminati was how brutally they were dispatched and dismembered, Gareth. And this is where the film goes full fucking Sam Raimi. Um, you know, Scarlet Witch comes into the room covered, drenched in blood, basically. Limping, fucking, you know, she's been in the wars. And she presides over um, getting rid of Black Bolt's mouth so that he his power makes his head, like, implode from the inside. Uh, Reed Richards is literally unraveled. Uh, Captain Carter's chopped in half. By Iron um, Shield. Yeah. Captain Marvel is crushed by a statue. Um, you know, the list goes on. It was awesome. And I say this in a very macabre way. I love things like the What If show on Disney Plus, where it shows heroes getting killed uh, and, and alternate universes where fu- stuff's you know, different and wrong. I love like the Justice League, uh, the latest animated of, of that, where everything goes to shit and people, like, they're getting ripped asunder. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. seeing my favorite superheroes get massacred, Gareth, basically, which is quite a macabre thing to say. So I loved yeah. all this. You're, you're a you. worry. You are. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, this this it was it was a um it was a very good scene. Um and yeah, it was brutal. I I wondered about some of the sort of political messaging, like you know, yep. the Captain Carter, you know, the representing the UK being cut in half yeah, by her own shield. I wonder what that says about, you know, the voting power of the British people. Um oh. You know, as a proud British man, Britain is fucked at the moment, and that is all I'll say on the matter. So, yeah. Anyway, well. um, you know, it, it, it's nice to have these horror vibes come into a Marvel film because, like I said, you know, there's impalings in this, Gareth. There's, you know, yeah. there's actual blood. Um, you know, you've got Wanda limping like the Terminator at the end of the Terminator, the original, through a hallway covered in blood. That slasher movie vibe takes me back to The Evil Dead, which is possession-based horror, um, which gets very campy, but also at times, you know, at the time, was absolutely fucking groundbreaking um, and now has a huge cult following, obviously. Um, Things like Drag Me to Hell, 
um, you know, the same vibes. And, and all of this is coming through into a Marvel film, which I thought was great. Um, you know, something different. You know, people were a bit mad it didn't go more into the horror. But like we said, I think if you're taking a 10-year-old or an 11-year-old or younger to this film, I, I, I would be... I wouldn't do that, I don't think. No, you I know? don't think so. I don't think I'd take, you know, little Alfie to this if he was 10, you know. I, well, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, he's seven months. That's a ludicrous decision. Hey, to Alfie, take you want to you wanna go see Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, what, well, Dad, I'd love to do that. All right, you yeah. can't do it, mate. You're not old enough, yeah. all right? No, not until you're 10. 10 and seven exactly months. Exactly right, 10 months. Um, yeah. Well, I reckon, <laughs> um, I don't know, like... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can go much uh, deeper into the horror vibes for a, for a no. Marvel film, and I think it is plenty. It's enough for it to be to add yep. something different to a Marvel film, which you know I'm desperate for. Like I, every every Marvel film I'm watching, I'm like, give me something different, and and that and it has enough. I think it works. Mm. I think it's a good amount, um, while still yeah, you know, maintaining what it is. Which is a Marvel film? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It still has the but the skeleton is Marvel, you know, but the, the the flesh and the organs around it has a bit more sinister vibes to it, mm-hmm. um, like Doctor so, Strange at one point. Yeah, true. Uh, this this movie is kind of about you know Doctor Strange. He keeps getting asked this question throughout the film, Gareth, which is, you know, are you happy, Stephen? And that is a confronting question. And I was thinking, you know, this is one of those questions that if someone asks you, like, are you happy? It's like, it, it, it's a confronting question. It makes you question everything, you know. You, and You want to get into this now? Be, yeah, deep. Let's have a let's have a counselling session right here, right now. Um, but no, it's like true. Like he had, to, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm happy, yeah. But he's obviously not because he, and if anyone has seen Marvel's What If se- season, um, did you watch that, Gareth? You didn't watch that? No. Episode four of that is a Doctor Strange episode. And spoilers for that, it kind of leans into this. It's a story about how in an alternate universe, he loses Christine. She dies. And he has the choice as Sorcerer Supreme to try and stop that from happening. However, that is a certainty. It's something that's described as she is going to die in every universe and there's nothing he can do to stop it. And he goes on this crusade to find a way to stop it. And it leads him down this path to madness, which mm. then creates evil strange. And I will tell you this, Gareth. I think if you... It's a fantastic episode of television. It is, it's beautiful. It's terrifying. It's voiced by Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. The animation's amazing. Um, and it leans heavily into the ending of this film because he confronts evil strange here. And there's a similar outcome in the animated episode, and uh, it was you know in this iteration, Good Strange wins, and then <laughs> the end of the movie happens, which is uh, he possesses a zombie Strange. Do you like that, Gareth? A little possessing of, of zombie Strange in a different universe to to save the day. I did like it. I mean, very Sam Raimi. Literally, very Sam Raimi. Literally, this was proper zombie evil hand dead. out the ground. Like awesome. Was, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I liked it. And, um, and, and I think this is the thing: if, if if people don't like Sam Raimi movies, then I don't think you're going to get these little references and these moments. It's just going to be a bit like this is a bit weird. But if you've watched his back catalogue and followed his career, then this is just glorious to see these things in a Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, do you know, I think the little, like, the little demons that come and are like, oh, stop yeah. it, stop it. Hey, Stephen hey, Strange. come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they sound they could... like the jockeys out of The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, you know, the exactly. ones I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gold, um, we want gold, gold. gold. <laughs> they, they could, they could have been a bit <laughs> scarier. Um that's but, like Drag Me to Hell, though. Like, anyone who's not seen that, there's a you know, similar thing in Drag Me to Hell. So, it's, yeah. uh, well, check it out. Um, 
But no, it was. It's funny because this is on paper maybe the scariest sort of part of the film, but it's not. Like it's it's maybe the campus silliest probably. in the campus, yeah. but I, I really like it. Mm. Yeah, um, and um, <laughs> you know, there's 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 something about there's something kind of charming about Cumberbatch doing his sort of. You know how Doctor Strange has that sort of mm. half lisp, um, yeah, and how it's kind of still there, even though this version of Doctor Strange is missing half his jaw. He still manages mm-hmm. to do his little, mm-hmm. his little uh, strange lisp. Um, I like yeah. it. Um, but Zombie Strange is able to uh, empower America Chavez to use her own powers against Scarlet Witch, and what she does is. She shows her reality where her kids are there and then Scarlet Witch confronts her kids. The kids are terrified. Um, her other, in that dimension, the Scarlet Witch is nice and she's there and she gets injured and they're terrified and they hate this new Scarlet Witch. And she says, you know, I'm not a monster. And then she, you know, twigs. She's like, oh, yeah, I've killed a lot of people. I am a total monster. I've done something terrible. And she leaves that dimension and she decides to kill herself and destroy the temple where all the Darkhold etchings are. Just, by the way, that temple, very Lovecraft. So Lovecraft. Super monolithian, Lovecraftian, yeah. Uh, And that's the end of Scarlet Witch, Gareth. Dead. In this universe. Um, And, well, yeah, this is the thing. But I think she's gone for now. Um, it's It's a sad end for such a beloved character. And that's why I think, you know, it resonates with the audience because um, we care about her. And it was just when you see characters you love go the way this way, which can happen. And in some of the best stories, it's the way it goes. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy, really, for the MCU. Um, but it had to happen. There's no... There, there was a point in this movie where I'd looked and she's, you know, it was probably after she just obliterated the Illuminati and she's like chopping them in half and stuff. And I was just like, there's no way you can survive this film. Like, this, if she turned around and went, yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that. I was, I was sitting there thinking, uh, you, you're there's no way you can come back from this. Like, it's game over for you as a character. But the, her, you know, her death toll in this film is through the roof oh it's insane and if she had got chavez's power you know she probably would have killed all of the universes in some way you know what i mean or killed whatever she, whoever she needed to get what she wanted so it's a terrifying prospect gareth but she's dead now so that's that and okay. as i said sad end for wanda maximov very sad end um, and that's the end of the movie, Gareth. Basically, multiverse is now an option because Chavez is alive. She's been trained by uh, the you know the Mystic Arts, um, so that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I thought what would be good next, Gareth, unless you've got anything to add on the main film. Any thoughts? Um, any extra musings? Have I missed something no, that you wanted to bring up? No, no. I just I like I like Chavez's like portal. Oh, it's a star. It's quite cool. Yeah, it's very uh, Super Mario. Very Super Mario. I was, I was watching it like quite they've been watching Mario Galaxy or something. Like, what is this? Weird. <laughs> um, is 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 it a star because it's America? I think so. Like, yes, it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Do you know what, Gav? <laughs> I actually, I'm into my comics, obviously, and I know my knowledge of, of bits and pieces. But America Chavez for me is a huge. Uh, and pardon the pun black hole oh um, you know of knowledge for me because I, I don't know much about the character but um, travel via black hole so that doesn't work as a pun at all well close enough so anyway uh let's talk about these end credits she scenes. is a huge universal um, portal to me <laughs> okay mate Cheers. pardon the pun end, end credits um oh god so in the mid credit scene because this day these days you get like two right so yeah in, you know we had to stick around it's late at night it's a monday night and i was like gareth we got to stick around for these credit scenes because we've got to talk about them on the podcast you're like oh, for fuck's sake do we have to because mm-hmm. he knows one's right at the end anyway 
the mid credits one actually gives us something pretty useful strange recovered uh you know from his whole ordeal he now has a third eye mm-hmm. which is maybe something that dark hold has done to him like you know it takes yeah. a toll on people when he did use it to save the universe but in the comics it's kind of part of the eye of agamotto you know the necklace around his neck that is like one of its powers is to like see through like lies to see all that sort of stuff um it's the third eye gareth you know the typical sort of third eye jargon got it um and out of nowhere little portal opens up he's just you know he's got a little scarf on he's walking through the streets a little portal opens up and out pops fucking shalaz 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 theron charlie's theron <laughs> <laughs> is that an alternate universe Sh- version of it yeah shalaz theron yeah um so shalaz theron pops out and um her her name's clear gareth clear all right and uh She's a core character of Doctor Strange and uh, his storylines. She's a Sorcerer Supreme herself. Yeah? Well, she's a bit annoyed another at another dimension. Isn't she? Yeah. And she's a future love interest to Strange. So now oh. that we've got rid of all this Christine shit, yeah, he can uh, start getting together with Clea. Charlie's Charlay's Theron. Charlay's Theron. Lucky uh, yeah. boy. So what do you think about that? You happy about that? Strange, strange, getting some. I, I'm incredibly indifferent to to that information. Oh yeah, um, but okay. I don't know. Do you, do you know? Like, I'm always a bit cynical about love interests in films, uh, like unnecessary love interests. I don't, it doesn't need it. Why is it? Why is it needed? You know. Um, what do you mean? It's like it gives characters greater purpose. Well, like, no. I mean, this is a man who has unlocked like the cosmic wonders of the world of uh-huh, the universe uh-huh. but isn't that beautiful how even though he's got all of those powers and it's what evil strange says to him and the reason why he brings down his whole fucking universe to find a universe where he can be with christine and causes an incursion is because even though he has godlike powers and all this stuff the one thing he need, wanted was a connection with someone and he lost yeah. it yeah, well, so, why can't, why can't that be a connection that with, you know, Wong or something? Like, <laughs> oh, just yeah. a forced love interest for me. Mm-hmm. I just, okay. it's too obvious. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's too obvious. And it happens all the time. Sack them off all sometimes. Right. Give me a film without Jesus. one. Okay, mate. Chill out. Well, I gave you Eternals, which didn't have a love interest. It had that really sweet relationship between Thena and um, the other one. And uh, you didn't you didn't like that film either, so yeah, can't fucking with you. Can wasn't I? enough love in that one. Bloody hell! Find a balance. Anyway, so let's set the scene. Monday night, mid credits is finished. We have got to wait like seven minutes because there's a million credits during a. There's so film. many credits, and I'll tell you what. There was one point where I was watching the credits so closely, and I noticed that some. Because you know how like they have like big groups of names together. It'll be like the VFX mm. team or something, and then it'll be yeah, uh, you know the LA team, and so there'll yeah. be like a big thing of them. I noticed halfway through that some of them went alphabetical by first name, whereas others went alphabetical oh. by surname. And I tell you what, Bloody that F. was the most interesting thing that I saw before at, the end credit scene. Before, <laughs> before what happened next? Fuck you, know. So we wait around all that time and the screen open, you know, the scene opens up and it's just fucking Pizza Poppy or Pizza Papa or whatever the fuck he's called hitting himself. And then it stops and you go, it's finished. It's finished. And that's it, Gareth. And that's all we had. Pizza is that, Popper. Is it the worst um, post credit scene? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking hilarious to be honest with you, really. They've absolutely done us there, haven't they? They're like, oh, yeah, stick around. Stick around for this shit. Bruce Campbell <laughs> just hitting himself for a couple minutes. This character that um, none of you liked in the first place. We're going to bring him back. Fuck, you know. But we have to do it, Gary. It's our job to mm-hmm. stick around for these things for people, yeah? yeah. We're not hacks. We're well, professionals. Now, well, I'd just like we to say to the listeners, listeners, hang around for, for the end of, end, <laughs> uh, for that. End, end of our podcast. We'll have a post credit scene as well. Will we? Ooh. Ooh. No, we won't. 
We definitely won't. No, don't hang around. I haven't scripted anything, so don't even think about it. Um, last thing to talk about, Gareth, is just where I think this is leading the MCU, which is the Secret Wars, which is what I've mentioned, which is essentially... How do I describe this? So how do you get bigger than destroying half the universe? You destroy every universe in the multiverse. It's okay? too much though, isn't it? And that, that is where it's going though, Gareth, because the Secret Wars basically is them trying to stop um, what I think is going to be retooled because in the comics it's different, but they're setting up Kang the Conqueror and they did it in Loki series to essentially say that he is hell-bent or some versions of him in realities is hell-bent on conquering the multiverse. Now, uh, this is going to lead to essentially the obliteration of every universe apart from one little planet that will survive. And on that planet, Gareth, heroes will be melancholic and they will sit there and think, how, what can we do to, to, uh, planet Earth to stop, to, to, to fix this? And then they'll have to think of a way to fix it. And it's going to kind of, I see it kind of following the Infinity Saga, um, in terms of a two parter. Eventually, I think this will happen. I'm talking this will probably happen 10 years down the line, bro. I'm thinking this is 10 years away, but. It will be like the first one will finish with the destruction of all the universes and the second one will be how do they fix it all. You know what I mean? God. So I can't tell I you how 10 years away. much I'm, like that doesn't appeal to me. Like the, the, it gets to a point where it's like this stops meaning anything. Like you, you've, you've done the whole universe. That's fine. Yeah. We can't really conceive of you know doing it to multiple universes this it's not it doesn't work um on a conceptual level like look it's, it's, that's, this is a leonard theory this is a leonard and a reddit theory it's I, not necessarily I know, but it uh, feels feels very happen. likely i i, think I just think i think you, thing to, yeah i think you Go get on. you get to a global or universal level and then really you have to wind it down localize it wind a little it down. bit Bring it personal. Make personal, it, baby. Do a few smaller scale stories. That would be quite interesting. Um, no, I, I, I do agree with that. And I, I, I'm interested to see where the MCU goes. You know, we've talked about this many times. If the MCU had finished after the Infinity War saga, we would have been delighted. And people would be saying it's one of the greatest achievements of all time. And they probably are still saying that. But, you know, the, Disney have this huge problem on their hands. This is a printing money machine, bro. Doctor Strange is like already the tenth highest grossing film ever or something, or on track to be in the top ten. That's that, we're talking we're talking billions of dollars every single fucking time they release a movie, bro. Do you think Disney, do you think Mickey Mouse is sitting there in his fucking penthouse, you know, apartment, swimming in cash? mini just getting out of the shower you think he's sitting there saying no stop making these movies uh do you know what i'd love to see those board those board meetings because i reckon god i reckon donald duck is like true to his sort of you know his roots and he, Mm. he he remembers the original vision and he's like mickey you've got to remember what what were we in this for to start with and mickey's like fuck off donald we're fuck off donald i'm not i'm not giving up this extra billion dollars that's coming from churning out another copy cut film. Not that this was a copy cut film. It was <laughs> this, this one wasn't. isn't. This one isn't. No, no, no. Um, and, but, I, and as I said, the next one, Thor: Love and Thunder, I think will be very good because it's Taika Waititi. You know, it's got the humor. It's going to be a follow on from the vibes we got from Ragnarok, which we all loved. So I do think that'll be a lot of fun. All right. Okay. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Gareth, that's uh, that's our review. Um, thank you, dear listener, for sticking around. We really do appreciate it. We hope that you've stuck with us for our for our mad ramblings on the multiverse. And um, it's been a lot of fun, hasn't it, Gareth? You know, it's a yeah, fun film to talk about. I think we've visited over two and a half universes. Two and a half universes. Yeah, 
exactly um yeah thanks guys really appreciate it gareth and me will be back sometime soon uh as i said there's going to be reviews of stranger things season four there's going to be reviews of obi-wan there's going to be another 60 minutes lucy and emma are coming back it's all going on here at fan critical and as i said if you do want to help little gareth shivering in the cold naked patreon.com forward slash fan critical winter time is very harsh here in australia and any help would be massively appreciated patreon.com forward slash fan critical we'll catch you on the next one guys and don't worry the never-ending marvel content will continue yay thanks